Hello, Janet. It's great to see you here in your Church Matters chair again today. Well, thanks, Dan. I love being here in this chair, and I love being with the radio listeners and the podcast listeners out there. And I'm anxious to know who our guests will be today. Sure, but first we better introduce ourselves to our listeners. My name is Dan Dick. And I'm Janet Plennert, and we are the hosts of Church Matters, a place where we ask questions about the life of the church at home, across the street, and around the world. Janet, today we're going to be talking with George and Tobia Veith, who have been busy planting a church in Macau. And where is Macau, Dan? Macau is a small city-state called a Special Administrative Region in Southeast Asia, just across the bay from Hong Kong. Macau is about two-thirds the size of Brandon, Manitoba, but it's the most densely populated region in the world. While Brandon has about 1,000 persons per square kilometre, Macau packs in over 18 times that many people into one square kilometre. That's got to change how you think about using space. What else do we know about Macau? Sure. While it's quite small and packed with people, it has a booming tourism trade that is entirely driven by gambling and gaming. Get this. After opening up its locally controlled casino industry to foreign competition in 2001, the territory attracted tens of billions of dollars in foreign investment, transforming Macau into the world's largest gaming centre. By 2006, Macau's gaming revenue surpassed that of the Las Vegas Strip, and gaming-related taxes accounted for 75% of total government revenue. In 2008, this city of just half a million people hosted 30 million visitors, 60% of whom came from mainland China. That sounds like a pretty tough and complicated climate to start a church. How do you even get people to think about the spiritual side of life? Well, that's exactly why we've invited George and Tobia Weiss to be with us today. They've been living in Macau since 1996. Before they join us, I think you're going to share a scripture verse of encouragement for them as they seek to bring God's healing and hope to people struggling with a wide variety of social problems that come with life in a casino city. Our passage today is from Romans chapter 8, verse 24. For in hope we are saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope, for who hopes in what is seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Thanks, Janet. Toby and George will be with us right after we listen to Wayfaring Stranger, arranged and performed here by the Backroads Band. Only going over 
Welcome back to Church Matters. In our guest chair today, we have Tobia and George Vaith, Mennonite Church Canada witness workers in Macau. Welcome to Church Matters, George, Tobia. Thanks. It's good to be here. Yeah, I'm grateful for this opportunity. What is it like to live in the world's most profitable gambling center? It's a real pressure cooker. People, they rush headlong into jobs that are flooding the market. But in this shift in society, a lot of people are beginning to be disillusioned. For example, shift work unravels family life and essential services are compromised as city bus drivers and even nurses quit their jobs to go to the casinos to work. And the cost of living is, is rising. It affects us too. George, describe for me the character of the people and the culture. Is there a place and time for people to explore their spiritual lives? People in Macau are really hardworking. They're practical, but they're also rooted in the Chinese tradition. Uh, most work long hours and often take evening courses or have two jobs. So what happens in the busyness is that spiritual exploration is pushed to the background and it only comes to the fore when there's a need or a crisis or something like that. And it contributes to the impression in general society that those who explore spiritual life are just those people that really need spiritual help. Now, Macau was once a Portuguese colony. Does that history have any implications on the church scene in Christianity in Macau today? Uh, yeah, it does. A high percentage of the Macau people have been educated in Christian schools started by Catholics or later by Protestants. Uh, so on the one hand, this kind of education gives them a good foundation to follow Jesus. But on the other hand, people might think they already know all about what Christianity is. Okay, so how do you make Christianity and your church in particular appealing in a city and culture that is so preoccupied? Well, in traditional Chinese culture, relationship and the group is important. So in our church, we can reclaim that by focusing on building community gathered around Jesus, where there's listening, there's acceptance, care, trust. So in a way, it's like coming home to Chinese values that are being eroded in, the Macau's, in Macau's pressure cooker. People have commented, your church feels like a family. Practically, we try not to overload people with a lot of things, a lot of involvements, so they have time to stay connected with their family and friends. In starting this church, then, what has been the most challenging and the most rewarding for you? Well, the most challenging has been walking alongside people facing deep brokenness. We've wept many tears, and our hearts have been bro often broken. Um, I draw courage from a line in a Matt Redman song, As I walk this broken world, tune my life to heaven's song. The most rewarding is been seeing Jesus transform people's lives. He brings healing and hope where there was brokenness and despair. And then to see them walk in lives faithful to Jesus at home or work or in class or at school where most of them are the only Christians. So what kinds of questions about Christian faith and life do you hear newcomers or regular attenders ask when they attend your church? Uh, sometimes I hear newcomers ask, what kind of church are you? Mennonites are not known to Catholics or Protestants uh, in the history of Macau. So it's a good chance for us to explain who we are and what we believe. Or believers may ask, what do I do about not offering incense or worshiping my ancestors, and yet I still want to honor my family? And some deal with the issue of employment in the gaming industry, like, okay, so I don't deal cards, but can I work as a, ca a cleaner in a casino? So how do you work at those issues of gambling-related industry and employment where people need jobs? 
Well, usually if it's someone who has is new to the church and has just walked in, we we open our arms and receive them. If it's someone who's been in the church for a while and has committed themselves as a follower of Jesus, we'll sit down with them and talk about it and say, how will this affect your family? Um, are there What are your other options? How will this affect your daily life and, and faith? Um, so we don't come at it with a straight, oh, cut and dry, no. But we discuss what their situation is. As Mennonites, what do you hope people see as being unique in your congregation? As a Mennonite church, we think of ourselves as a peace church. And so peace is something that permeates all of our being as a church, as individuals. And so to have peace with God, to have peace with our neighbor, uh, peace within the church, and also Jesus' emphasis on loving the enemy. And gradually... We're coming to understand that more and more as a church, what that means in Macau. One thing that we've introduced as part of our worship is just the litany that Ellen and Eleanor Kreider have introduced to us, and that is, who do we love? We love God. How do we love God? We love God with all our heart, our soul, our mind, and our strength. Who do we love? Our neighbor. How do we love our neighbor as we love ourselves? And then who do we love? We love our enemy. How do we love our enemy? We pray for them and we bless them. And in that the community saying it together, whether you're part of the community or someone new, you get a sense of what the essence of what we're about is. George, you're a white North American going to an Asian country in a different culture. What do you say to people who might accuse you of going over there to impose values, beliefs, and uh, destroy culture, perhaps? I'm always excited to go to a place and I see that God is already there and God is already at work. When I hear the stories, when I uh, see the transformation that's happened in the lives of, of a person who has heard the good news, has received Jesus into their life, I get very excited. To me, that's, that makes it all worth it going, going somewhere and, and, and sharing that with someone who's very different from myself. How do you know that God was there? What does that look like? There's various ways that you can see God at work when you come to a place. One is in the history of the place, um, people that have come before who have lived faithful lives as Christians, but also in just simple things like the spiritual awareness that is already there in the culture, the attention to thinking about morning prayers and evening prayers, and also as in the lives, personal lives of people, their personal histories, um, they can look back and they can see times in which they begin to see a, ha- a hand in their lives, working in their lives in various different ways. And so when we come, our way is to come in and to join in with what God is at work in their lives and to um, share about the person and work of Jesus in that context. Well, George and Tobia, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Would you like to leave our listeners with a blessing in Cantonese? Yun yesoge yanwai, seong daigitsi oi, singlinge gamdong, yune montong zoi. This is the verse in English. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. Thanks for being with us, George and Tobia. Thanks so much. Thank you for having us. Our guests today have been George and Tobia Veith, Mennonite Church Canada witness workers in Macau. As always, we'd love to hear from you. We also invite your support of the ministry that George and Toby are involved in and all the other Mennonite Church Canada ministries. 
please contact us at office at mennonitechurch.ca or call 1-866-888-6785. Thanks to all our listeners in radio and podcast land. My name is Dan Dick. And I'm Janet Plennert. You've been listening to Church Matters, where our prayer is that you will be called, equipped, and sent to be the church in the world today. Tune in again at this same time on the third Sunday of the month to hear more about the many ways that church matters. Thanks for joining us. As you go out from here, may the Lord go with you. The face of God shine on you every day. We are sent by God wherever we are living, salt and light as people of the way.